Everyone knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host, the five-star man, Asa Gray, and joining me at this time is the Big D, Dalton Anthony. Yo. How you doing tonight, Dalton? I'm doing good. I, I am here. I am happy that I'm here. Uh, wrestling with articulation is going to be fun for me this week. Um, I got a bunch of cool shit that came in. I'm trying to get my microphone to where I actually see like things being picked up on it. It's picking up, but it's like weird looking. We're good now. So I moved it in the perfect spot. We did spot. like an hour and a half pre-show. I'm going to need you to have your microphone ready to go. Oh, no. See, like it was picking up sound. And you were able to hear me. The issue is when I'm looking at GarageBand, like mm-hmm. the first set of waves were really low. And like, I was like, oh, that might be too far away for me for it to pick up on the recording super well. So I just moved it like three inches over. And now it's looking like it normally does. We're fine. It's fine. Gotcha. The, the most that got messed up was the yo. That's okay. Um, We got a wrestling with articulation because not only did you get stuff, a uh, bunch of stuff got announced. Oh, yeah. I need to get on Instagram because, yeah, that's a whole thing, too. I forgot that Ringside Fest was this week. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, it was Ringside Fest. Yeah, so that's why it was only WWE stuff. Oh, okay. That makes yeah. sense. Well, because I just, I remember, I I didn't know if it was like a, I didn't think it was a convention. I just thought like, oh, they released the new previews for a bunch of stuff. Because it's all, yeah. I mean, it's mostly like 3D renders. It's not, you know, actual we got pictures like, of what. Yeah, we got like three figures that Makina was messing with, but like ringside fest used to kind of be like a panel thing that they would do and like you'd actually get like cool meet and greets out of it and there might actually be an exclusive shown but since the pandemic they've like turned it into like a video series almost okay uh, that, which they, that makes sense yeah which i mean for unveiling action figures like i'm not living where they did ringside fest so like i don't care um right and it's you can get more people doing it through video anyway uh but yeah there's some like dope figures that i think even you have to buy coming up so like i'm kind of excited i forgot about ringside fest but i have a whole wave of figures sitting in front of me that i'm going to be fidgeting with this whole show i'm happy yep so we got that we got wrestling with articulation full aew full gear is this weekend we're going to do a preview of that full gears this Uh, weekend yeah it's on saturday holy shit oh good i'm on a work trip from seven in the morning till nine at night okay so you can catch the last half I could probably catch, you... <laughs> I could catch parts of the first half too. <laughs> you'll be, you're not, that show's not going off the air until three a.m. You'll be fine. Um, it's and then fine. Bef- and then we do have some other news stories to talk about. Uh, before we get into everything else, though, we start every week with the power of positivity. One thing in the world of wrestling that made us happy because the internet is so full of negativity and toxicity for no real reason so we do our little small part to try and just put some positivity out there make somebody happy and hopefully you'll follow the example and you know you'll tell somebody that what you dig what they're doing in wrestling um mine is kind of counterproductive to the whole point of this segment because for the second week in a row my power of positivity is going to gunther but this time (laughs) It's because of his comments on, I think it was the bump, uh-huh. where he totally just shit on Ultimate Warrior. Oh, where that's like, fine. This, the, they were dark times for our industry. He's not a wrestler. He's not an athlete. He's a showman. And it just, I mean, say what you will about 
the the man of the ultimate warrior which you could say a lot and all of it's bad and that would all be accurate but he was also a dog shit wrestler and yeah. i'm so glad that like he's finally getting called there <laughs> gunther's just talking his shit because like yeah he was he wasn't good he was a he was a phenomenon he was a character but he wasn't a good wrestler and gunther who is a very good wrestler just so, being like, no, I am bringing prestige and honor to this championship. So you, and it also, yes, it works very well because, you know, it's kind of that, that that sentiment about The Miz not being a real wrestler, quote unquote, yada, yada, yada. So, like, it does have some storyline uh, bearings. But he did a, it was a tweet or something that it followed up where it was like, oh, yeah, someone at work asked me about it. And like, oh, that was funny. Did you mean that? Yes, of course I did. Uh... This goes back to the conversation I think we had the last time we talked about Gunther, which would have been, I believe it would have been last week. And we were just like, how, and I don't know if this was on the show, if it was talking on pre-show, but like Gunther definitely would have been wrestling in the like 1960s because he's 6'4". He definitely, he definitely would have been wrestling Bruno San Martino. He would have been losing to him. someone that we, we talk a lot about, I don't, eh? I don't know, like, cause he, we, there's been a handful of people that we've talked about that you could take him out of the current day and drop him in just about any territory, any time period, and he would do well. Um, we've talked about that, like Drew McIntyre is one, yeah, that I think you can do that to Sheamus is what. Maybe it's just all the Europeans. Um, I mean that makes sense like, because that style of wrestling has very much remained that style of wrestling forever. Mm-hmm. Like, granted, yeah, you have a lot of the smaller guys with, like, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bate and all them, but, like, s- world of sport wrestling is very still, like, it's evergreen almost. Yeah. And, like, that style of wrestling and the UK style of wrestling, like, that'll always be popular. So it does make sense that those guys would. But, yeah, I was just, like, I was checking his size, and he's says 6'4", 297, and I was like, that might have been whenever he was bigger. But the 6'4 part is like, that dude would have been jobbing out to Bruno San, Bruno San Martino in the garden all the time. It would have been great. I think he, like, I mean, I think there's a chance, I'm not going to use the phrase jobbing out, but, like, I think there's a chance he's picking up wins at MSG in 1980-something. No. Oh, 1980-something, yeah. I was like, nobody beat Bruno San Martino, Asa. He held well, me. no, I'm not... I, <laughs> Yes, but that's because he, you know, was champion for eight years in running. But yeah. Gunther's going for that record. Did you see that he's only like 90 something days away from having the all time cumulative days as Intercontinental Champion? Like he's about to pass Pedro. Oh, that's awesome. Pedro Morales. Yeah. yeah. And he's doing that in his first single one reign. Yeah, I will say like whenever because like WWE right now, and this has been a thing for a couple years now where they've been getting into just long reigns. And I think it's because they just, like, want to rewrite the history books a little bit. Because you, you need to. Like, you definitely need to. It's a shame that it's, like, all Roman Reigns is the one breaking all of them. Whenever he broke Kane's Royal Rumble record, my heart broke. Because, <laughs> like, that was Kane's record. Um, but yeah, that was, like, the one thing that he had, aside yeah, from a one-day WWE title run and then the World Heavyweight Championship. Hey, he was reign. ECW champion for a while. Um, yeah. But anyway, uh, they've been into these long runs. This has probably been my favorite one of the long runs. Because, like, I, it bummed me out whenever they did it with the Usos for the tag titles. Because, like, they just did that with the New Day, like, two years before. Or, no, like, three, four years before. And it's like, no, let them have that. Like, the New Day was such lightning in a bottle. I am very happy 
that the Honky Tonks Man record is fucking dead. And it's because when we're talking about people like the Ultimate Warrior and the Honky Tonk Man, the Honky Tonk Man was such a not good wrestler that they named a bump after him. The Honky Tonk Bump is a thing, and it's worse than the Regal Bump. Because at least Regal was old and busted by the time he started doing it. <laughs> like, the Honky Tonk Man didn't even like bumping for his own finish. Like, I'm very happy that Gunther's two weeks in a row. And I'm happy that he's calling out 1980s wrestling. Because I know someone on my Facebook page is eventually going to hear it and get really sad. And I'm like, but are you going to tell him he's wrong? <laughs> because, like, yeah, people could talk shit on the 1980s wrestling and be like, well, yeah, but the Bubba Bo would have beat their ass in a real fight. Maybe not. Maybe not Gunther. But, he might not be the one. See, that's the thing. Is I, I know who you're talking about. And it would be one thing if it was the Young Bucks that said it. Yeah. No, or, it's or, Gunther. You know, but it's Gunther. And I feel like you can't, like, I feel like even that, he's just like, all right. Like, at least he's good. Like, at least he's, you know. Yeah, it's just the whole thing. It's like, he's the good one, though. <laughs> Right, like, he 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 gets a pass because he, he can he, he do gets it. A, yeah, um. So yeah, Gunther. That tick, hearing that interview tickled me. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, I shout out to Gunther, who. Can you imagine? Go back, what a year, two years, mm-hmm. and tell two years ago Dalton that hey, Asa has a running segment, and he's dead of just the things that make him happy in wrestling, and Walter is two weeks in a row. It, I wouldn't believe you, but mm-hmm. 2021 Dalton is so happy about it. Yeah. Just because I've loved this man forever. Like, yeah. he's always been a favorite of mine. Um, Which is funny because I also don't like that style of wrestling where you're just hitting motherfuckers for realsies. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I'm man. so curious. We'll talk more about it next week because Survivor Series is next week. Yeah. Um, although, all right. Peek behind the curtain. Dalton, next week is Thanksgiving. Yeah. Do you want to record on Wednesday? I'm not at work, so that's fine. Okay, because I I work Wednesday, but I'm off. But I figure we probably aren't going to be able to Thursday. Maybe Friday. We'll, we'll talk more about this after the show. We don't have to do this on as we're recording. Yeah. If I we just, do, but I, I had that you... thought, and I would have 100% forgotten that it was Thanksgiving. I'm going to let you know, if we do a Thanksgiving episode, not that we do it Thanksgiving Day... But if we're mm-hmm. going to do one like the day before Thanksgiving, I want it to just be a what makes us thankful in wrestling show. I just want power of positivity, but not just for the week. I want it to be like just our favorite shit in wrestling of all time. Done. We'll, we'll preview Survivor Series and then we will. And that'll be our, our power of positivity, thankful episode. Yeah, because like it, firsthand. Unless and, there's unless there's like some major new. Well, yeah, unless. Well, actually, I mean, full you know gear what? is happening. <laughs> Somebody could say, get we'll, fired. We'll talk about we'll talk about full gear. We'll talk about Survivor Series, and then we'll go into just the happy stuff that makes us the the yeah. thankful episode. And then we'll you know unless there is some like major news that we have to talk about. But yeah, that'll that'll be the game plan for next week. We'll yeah. nail down when it is that we are actually going to record that um, when we're done recording. But Dalton, what is your power of positivity for this week? I say that I didn't watch or I didn't know full gear was this weekend, and that's true. I didn't. Um, because I listened to, or I watched the Hangman Page Swerve Strickland segment and didn't realize that Full Gear was this weekend. But man, mm-hmm. and I get that the dude gets a lot of flack because of everything that happened in the last couple years. But Hangman may be, like, my favorite modern promo. Because that dude just 
fucking bomb after bomb on the microphone. The promo he cut this week, and, like, the shit they let him do, like, you two can't touch before or else you're fired. And he's like, didn't say I couldn't touch Nana. Mm-hmm. And just, like, in the shit that he comes... He's like, gonna beat his ass and steal the weed he bought from a high schooler. Yeah, goddamn, it's so good. And, like, that's steal a Steal his weed. Steal his weed. It's such a dumb fucking line. Like, I'm going to beat your ass and then steal the weed you bought from a high schooler. That is dumb. Mm-hmm. empirically stupid we can all agree of that but the way hangman delivers his promos is just, they're just so good and i fucking love his promo work and he's a like again if cm punk joining AEW only ever kind of hurt hangman standings in like the eyes of like the hardcore wrestling fan but if you take that away that dude is so fucking good at everything and should be beloved by everybody mm-hmm. for his in-ring work, his promos are amazing, like they're believable. He'll and he has to say goof, doofy shit, but still makes it sound good. Um, and also we're still getting Swerve and Hangman, so like I'm happier than a pig and shit. Um, because like that was a that program was just made called the Dalton. Just really needs to be erect while watching wrestling, pro, like seg like or a series. I'm just saying so- that he's he's judge, jury, and execute. I'm your judge. Oh. I'm your jury. I'm your executioner on Saturday. Mm. It's so good. Yeah, and he said that and still didn't realize there was a pay-per-view this Saturday. I just thought it was I was going to let it go, probably. I, just thought it was... I didn't realize... Te- I didn't know Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 was the sequel. I thought it was... T- I a collision. Because, like, I didn't hear the Full Gear stuff. Mm-hmm. I just thought it... Oh, fuck! Full Gear's this weekend. We're going to get action figure news, probably. We might. I mean, I they know. usually they always do their Jazzware things that time, too. Did you hear Abaddon? No, never mind. That's what we'll say oh, that yeah, yeah. in a little bit. Well, that'll go. That that is so. I you'll be you'll be impressed. We have um, actual stories. I, well, that, but I have stuff in wrestling with articulation that I want to talk about. Hell yeah! It it's not just the. I mean, it's all. It would be a perfect circle of like if you had put it together. Like I don't have anything on here that you wouldn't have brought up probably. Yeah. Um. But it, it, that is that is on there. Um. So yeah, that I'm super excited for that match. That's gonna rule. Um, but I will say I'm not able to go this weekend, but, and Dalton has to work, but if you want to see local wrestling, independent wrestling, and you're in the St. Louis area, holy hell, is this the weekend to do it? Um, Saturday is St. Louis Anarchy, Mega Ticket is running, um, and then Sunday, Glory Pro is running as well, so, um. I'm blanking on the name of that show. It has money in the title because ATM, our friend ATM is in a championship match. And I was like, put him like, how do you not bet on him? His name is literally money. Yeah. Like his name is money. I love so, him so much. Yeah. Oh, he's, he, he's amazing. I'm a big fan of both him and, uh, Marcus. I gave him a start, baby. That's still my <laughs> fucking least favorite story about him. Wrestled him uh, twice in one night. That was my first night in front of fans. What the fuck? How are you that good already? I hate you. I hate that you're this good. Uh, must be the money. Is Glory uh, Pro Sunday, November 19th, South Broadway Athletic Club. Uh, is, who's, he's, the, who's the Glory Pro champion? Is it Cody Lane? No, the Glory Pro, uh, the Crown and Glory champion is Calvin Tankman. He's defending against uh, Camaro Jackson. Oh, okay. I was about to say, uh-huh. But so yeah, we might so need to make a trip. Gross. No, the 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 
title match he's in is for the Alpha One Zero Gravity Championship. Okay. Rohit Raju is defending against uh, ATM Cody Lane and Tootie Lynn. Oh, so it's a, it's a four way, yeah. So that match is gonna rule. Like th- both of these, both of these shows are. Oh yeah, because stacked. The Tankman Camaro poster is like the most epic shit I've ever seen coming out of independent wrestling. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah, it's 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 real real good. Um. So yeah, but uh, it, uh, St. Louis Anarchy Mega Ticket is back at Spalding Hall in Alton, Illinois. Uh, that is Saturday. Uh, that has Zach Sawyer's versus Victor Analog. Uh, is gonna but Buddy Shepard is your pre-event party general manager. <laughs> oh, I'm which, happy that they were able to turn NWL into something that's fun for them now. It's so yeah, anarchy rules. Um, that that's on Saturday. So I am. I got so much crap I got to do Saturday. I might still try to go up there and then just watch full gear in the morning. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what my schedule looks like. Dylan will probably be at least at one of those, if not both of those shows. So he'll he'll be at both of them if if yeah, we so know in, Dylan. Oh, did you? In, s- I don't know. He might be in like he might be driving to you know Iowa or something for a different show. Uh, he made a post about the Poplar Bluff show from a week and a half ago, and he like took a picture of the thing and he was like, "A wrestling show four minutes of my house." And Shaza McKenzie just tweeted underneath it. She was like, "It's a beautiful thing to see," and then like a, <laughs> like a cry face emoji. It was so adorable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, those shows sound great. I wish I had to like, I I did take a work trip that's like. Thir- or 14 hours long there's nothing for me sun- saturday i can do if yeah. i want if i watch AEW full gear i'll be watching it on my macbook at southeast missouri state university's like common area right and i don't really... student try to get on that student wi-fi i can't do it any- well, i have to get sucks i have to get on general wi-fi no the student wi-fi was at least good uh whenever the last not while i was there yeah whenever i was there last i was still a grad student so i was able to actually get on the student student wi-fi which was hella fast now i have to do it on the general wi-fi which is gonna suck and i'm gonna get my identity stolen trying to do it at the library was awful but anyway anyway if you want if you're in the st louis area even if you're not in the st louis area but it's like driving distance highly recommend both shows both companies are incredible uh stacked cards all the way around uh, great weekend for wrestling for sure. Uh, but into the news of the week before we get into our full gear preview, uh, starting things off, the AEW Continental Classic was announced on Dynamite uh, or on Rampage. It was announced. Know. It was announced last week. Uh, and this is essentially the AEW G1. There will be 12 competitors. It's a round-robin tournament. Uh, semifinals uh, held onto the December 27th episode of Dynamite. And the championship final will be held at the World's End pay-per-view um, December 30th? 31st. 30th. Doesn't matter. We'll talk more about that date closer. Yeah. Um, so there's 12 entrants. The first confirmed entrant is Brian Danielson. So protect that man uh i think that's why they're doing it It'd be like we can't send you to the g1 because we don't want you dead we will make it kind of we, for you we have the g1 at home yeah so it i'm i'm very curious to see if this is like a do they keep this as a strictly aew roh roster 
thing? Do they bring in New Japan people? Do they maybe bring in Impact people? Uh, or uh, people from Mexico? Like, I think there's a lot of potential here to do some really, really cool stuff. And hopefully this is given the same amount of time and gravity as the G1 is given. Because the G1 produces some friggin' match of the year quality matchups. Like, so, uh, yeah. And God knows AEW has the roster that they could deliver something on par. Uh, let's see. Next story. Rey Mysterio underwent successful knee surgery uh, to repair a torn meniscus. Apparently, he has been working on a torn meniscus for about three months now. That man doesn't have anything natural about his knees. That does not surprise I, me even a little bit. Right. Uh, I saw someone on Twitter say something along the lines of like, he can feel every possible, like every motion that is made in his knees, he feels it. Yeah. Just because at this point, he knows exactly what is wrong and what he can and can't do. So yeah. they wrote him out of TV with Santos Escobar finally turning on Ray and seemingly the LWO as a whole. Just in um, time for that five pack to get announced. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not wrong. Um so, but he he had successful surgery. He's expected to be out six to eight weeks, according to the Wrestling Observer. So, uh, all, quick, speedy, full recovery for Rey Mysterio, who in the year 2023 is having just banger matches and has yet another knee surgery. Yeah. He's not human, but stem cells work magic, apparently. So much. Again... <laughs> Everything in his knee is aftermarket. Like, mm -hmm. he's like back in the old "Don't try these at home" videos or like things they would show about it. Like you'd hear the Ray Mysterio line of like, "I've had both of my knees replaced like three times each." <laughs> like, yeah, like the dude's just his knees are not they're real, but they're not really his. He's he swaps some he swaps out knees like Iron Man swaps out suits. Oh, the yeah. new model's out. Okay, yep. Let me grab yeah. that. I need that knee. This mark one's got forty-seven. A this one's got a cup holder. Oh God! How old is Rey Mysterio? Fifty-one. Too old to be doing this shit at the level that he's doing it for how long he's been doing it. Which is weird because, like, we all assumed he's forty-eight years old. Um, yeah, and he's been doing this since he was what fourteen, sixteen. Yeah. Because uh, what was it? If again, my favorite match of all time, and it still is to this day, is um, Halloween Havoc '97. Mm -hmm. Him and him and Eddie. And they put over the fact that Rey Mysterio even then was like a six year veteran and he was like just turned 21. Yeah. Um, it's insane because like if you go back and look at his shit from like 2012 to 2015, we were all like, oh man, it really sucks seeing like one of our childhood favorites be on like their last leg of their career. And then he's Rey Mysterio. Rey needs to hang it up, man. Yeah. He's embarrassing himself. He's hurting his legacy. Yeah, um, he then took the knee brace. That's what it was. He was on a podcast, and he was like, I stopped wearing the knee braces. They were restricting my movement. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, yeah, because, like, he he did um, that last run with WWE in, like, 14, 15. Um, then went to Japan, Lucha Underground, like, went back to Mexico. Like, just hit the indies, basically. Did the first all-in? Yeah, he was at the first all-in. And, like... Yeah, the dude was moving like nothing changed. Like, his New Japan shit was so much fun. Um, he, 
His his favorite mask was a Wrestle King. Oh, no, I think it was Dominion. There was one that I very much made a Facebook post. It was in 2018 that I was like, I need that mask to get made. Because it was like the Rey Mysterio <laughs> mask, but it had like a lot of the New Japan tiger or lion shit in it. It mm-hmm. looked dope as fuck. I think it's Rey Mysterio Dominion 2018. Because I was definitely dating Sadie at the time. And it's crazy that like... Because think of all the masked wrestlers. Like, look at Kane. And yeah. the, the conspiracy theory of like, oh, well, that's not Kane. And granted, Rey Mysterio, he's got the tattoos. Like, there's so much yeah. that, yeah, you're not just going to slot someone else into that mask. But like, no, that's always just been Rey. Yeah. And it's amazing the turnaround that he had going from, like you said, the the uh, uh, 14 era to then just tearing it up on the indies and yeah coming back to wwe and having a killer run there so all the best to ray uh wwe hall of famer i keep forgetting about that that's a thing yeah i mean Uh, yeah if like if there's one person that's going to be an active wrestler while being in the hall of fame him it's yeah 100 percent uh, it was announced earlier today that WWE Backlash 2024 will be the first ever p- premium live event to be held in France. Um, so this is two backlashes in a row that are going to be held at first time PLE locations because Backlash this year was Puerto Rico. Wasn't that you're, you're looking at me like I'm wrong. No, no, you're right. I just okay. I was you like, said oh God, that. Did I? So you said that, and my brain immediately went to Bad Buddy's entrance at that show. Oh, so you just heard? Bum, bum, yeah, bum, and I was bum, just bum, like, bum. man. And again, I'm dying on this hill. That is the single greatest entrance in wrestling history. It is the it's single it. greatest entrance in wrestling. I am not saying Bad Bunny has the best wrestler entrance in wrestling history. I am saying that man has the single best one. Like if you put got too every- much to talk about, I understand your point. I understand what you're saying. Cause like the greatest entrance of all time is Gangrel, but like the single greatest int- like, nah, it's him. It's not anybody at mania. Nope. You're right. It's not anybody at mania. It's hangman, Adam page and the dark order and the, what makes a cowboy. No, that's a great, no, it's great. So, but anyway, nobody was singing great- the song word for word all the way through. Well, that's cause it didn't have words. You dummy. Uh, congratulations to the great country of France. Uh, uh, tr- tremendous sauces you have over there. Uh, and you're gonna get backlash. So that's cool. I can't believe they're gonna... Do you think they bring back bring back La Resistance? I'm hoping for the fabulous Rougeos, but yeah, that's fine too. Because I'm trying to think of any French act in wrestling. I just did. And Although now, I and think that they might have been Quebec. Things, <laughs> see, and it's now I'm like, oh... I wonder, was La Resistance, were either of them actually French? Or was that just the gimmick that they were slotted? Well, that's, we have the power of the internet. I didn't, ca- I don't care enough. I'm going to be completely honest yeah, with but, you 100%. But now I really hope that they're French by way of Quebec, because that's even, that makes it even funnier. La Resistance. All right, cool. Well, while, um, while you're looking that up, uh, the the graphic was made, it was made official. Kota Ibushi is all elite. He got the graphic and everything, so it's one of those things where I just, I knew he was there, and it kind of felt like an inevitability that he was going to sign, but for whatever reason, I thought he already had. 
but I guess this is it. And I like, so, oh no. So here he is. They were both Canadian. They're both Canadian. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they might've been French Canadian. Oh, Bill from Quebec, Canada, France. Yeah. Yeah. But they're both like they're both of their Wikipedia's. Rene Dupree and Sylvain Grenier's both were uh, they're both Canadian. Okay. Although he's uh, but Dupree is billed from France. Hmm. Yeah. Well, it's fine. Maybe they'll get the big how return old, spot. How and everybody is, and everybody will be like, who? Who? How old do you think Rene Dupree is? Oh, forty-five. Thirty-nine. Sylvain Grenier is 46, which was the okay. right answer. Oh, you for- that's, who I thought du- you, that's who I thought you mentioned, so I was I was close. I was closer. Yeah. Rene Dupree, um, I forgot that he was the youngest WWE champion for a while, like ever. Like anybody to hold the belt. I was going to say, he was the youngest person to hold a championship be- in, in WWE. WWE. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because whenever they had the tag belt, he was like 19 or some shit like that. Huh, I don't think I knew that. Yeah, which, like, because, again, if you think about it, that would have been, like, 2003, 2004 was their run. Mm-hmm. And he's 39 right now. Yeah. Like, that would that, be 20. Yeah. times. That's how math works. Time's fucked, man. You're not wrong. You know what else is fucked? What? Big Show taking a scoop slam onto the hood of a car in the year of our Lord 2023. Big Show moving in the year of our Lord 2023 is fucking impressive. Like, I mean, yeah, but like Hobbs just dumping him was <laughs> a sight. They picked the right person to do it. And Kota Ibushi, I feel like they weren't planning on signing him yet, but like he got back from behind, he went back behind the curtain after that like jumping tombstone through the chairs thing. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, yeah, here's your contract. It's got a si- There's a bonus I yeah. wrote in there. We need um, you also to- just here's a grand cash. So yeah. thank you, sir. And we're sorry. And please tell us that you have insurance, because we feel like you probably need it now. And then he looked very confused and looked at Kenny, and he was like, yeah, but that was my idea. This <laughs> place I, is awesome. But I did that. <laughs> that fucking time, he, just, he flat-backed on a bunch of tacks. For no good <laughs> goddamn reason. It was after the match. It was so pointless. I love Kota Ibushi, but I hate Kota Ibushi. Because, like, that motherfucker's crazy. Like, for realsies, crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you're not wrong. So it's going to be it's going to be wild to see the shit that he comes up with to do at AEW. So, Hopefully they rein him in a little. I mean, he'll have plenty of time to recover because they'll use him for four weeks and then he'll disappear for a couple months. And then, oh, yeah, we have him. We're going to let we're going to use him again. I am salty sometimes with their booking decisions. He'll uh, be, speaking uh, of a new signing. Go ahead. He'll be um, all international champion. I almost called it the All Atlantic. They'll oh, the, yeah, probably. They'll put, they'll put the international belt on him. More than likely. Uh, speaking of new AEW signings, AEW has announced that their newest signing uh, will appear at full, at full gear this weekend on Saturday to sign the contract. Um, let me read the tweet that Tony Khan put out. It's going to take me a while to find it. Isn't it the that one man tweets a lot? Isn't it the one where it's just he's, like he phrases it very specifically? Yeah, it's like somebody wanna... that the whole locker room respects or I, some I, weird I, shit like that. AEW has agreed to terms with one of the world's best wrestlers, a pro who is known and respected by virtually every AEW fan. 
They'll come to Los Angeles to sign their contract this Saturday, November 18th, on pay-per-view at AEW Full Gear. So, <laughs> it's not, but what if it was CM Punk? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're just, we're just going to pretend that, we're just going to pretend that the last two years didn't happen. This is his first time wrestling in eight years. He's going to um, get a new, he's going to get a new figure called the First First Dance. Mm-hmm. Uh... <laughs> Don't get me started on the, like, oh, he's actually the one in the devil mask. Um, the, so I want to, like, it's got to be Mercedes Monet, right? Hit her Osprey. So that was the other one. That was the other one that I'm like, okay, because I don't know how the math works out, but I don't imagine it's anybody from, like, the pool of people that got released from WWE. So, like, Shelton Benjamin, Dolph Ziggler, uh, Mustafa Ali. Shit. I don't I don't know if that 90 days has hit or not. I'm looking. I don't think it has. I might have. Um and I don't know what the I don't know what the contract situation is about Julia and Osprey. Cuz those are the other two like if if it's not Mercedes Monet, then it's got to I I'm thinking it's Osprey or I'm thinking it's Julia because there were the rumors that oh WWE was super interested in her. Uh, she was, you know, she, it's likely she's going to sign there. So it would be a big get for AEW if they were able to snatch her out from underneath a potential WWE deal. But like I said, I don't know if when, I don't know what her contract status is. Same thing with Osprey. I didn't, I thought Osprey's wasn't until next year though. Um, never mind. But this is one of, uh, Ziggler was released September 21st. So it will September not fall. 21st, yeah. It will not fall in the 90 days. Okay, so yeah, so I, di- I didn't think it did. Um, For some reason, I thought it was the in August. And I was like, oh, no, we might be good. And we're not. It might I was be close, say, yeah. Don't get me wrong, like, I would love to see uh, Ziggler in AEW, but it's mm-hmm. uh, it's, pro- it's it's Mercedes or Osprey at that point. That's, that's my guess. Unless it's some other, like, because there's really no other free agent, at least unless I'm blanking on something super obvious. I don't you know, think you are. There's, you know, what about I? Uh, I can't imagine it's Goldberg. Remember when they were, those were the rumors? God, I hope not. I mean, good for also, Go- yeah, good for Goldberg if it is him, because like, but to say that every AEW is a f- fan is a fan of Goldberg. Mm-hmm. Like Will Osprey, well, the- yes. Like Mercedes Monet, yes. Um. Ziggler is the one that like if it was him like if it would if he was a possibility I'd be like yes because no one talks shit on Ziggler's work right like you can say he was booked poorly that's not necessarily a Ziggler problem yeah but like his work himself but like yeah I would it would have to be Osprey or uh, Mercedes Monet and the thing with Osprey is I am a huge fan of Osprey I've made that very clear I'm, I'm a big fan of Osprey to me, that's a little underwhelming to do this like kind of hush hush reveal because he's been he's there been so many times, so many times. Whereas we have never seen Mercedes Monet in a AEW ring. I mean, we've never seen Julia in an AEW ring. Um, I don't know if Tony Khan does the whole er- of you know, respected by virtually every AEW fan because I don't how many of the more casual AEW fans know who Julia is. Yeah, people know Mercedes. 
people know Osprey because he's basically a member of like he's an honorary AEW. He has member people, of the roster at this point. Yeah, there's literally people in his New Japan stable that are signed to AEW. Um, yeah, like Osprey being signed is not a like it's it would be a big deal, but it is not a big deal. Like, but it's he, not a it's not a it's not going to be a satisfying reveal for this kind of hook leading into a pay-per-view, which granted AEW and Tony Khan specifically real bad about Tony Khan makes a major announcement. Yeah. And then it's, well, they did Hey, that. we're doing, we're doing tickets for all in two. Yeah. Um, None of us are going to that. Who gives a shit? Don't put that on your TV show. Uh, they did. They did that with a uh, swerve where like, there's a big signing that night. And then Tony Schiavone held the contract wrong and we all read Swerve Strickland before he even came out, which like a lot of people shit on. But as much of a fan of a Swerve Strickland, like as as big of a Swerve Strickland fan as I am, I was like, fucking let's go. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, like it would have it has to be one of those two. Mercedes Monet would be the actual big announcement. Not saying that them getting Will Ospreay to an exclusive contract isn't a big deal. It's just like we have mentioned already. He's there all the fucking time. Yeah, like he wrestled. He literally wrestled there two months ago, at fucking All In. Yeah. Like, it would. It's a big so, deal if they get him, but it's not the like. I don't know why you would make a big tweet about that if it's just Osprey, if as an announcement. Yeah. yeah. So, it'll be curious to see if you have theories on who it is. Let us know. Um, otherwise, we will find out on Saturday who the newest member of AEW is. Um, that is it for the news. Uh, full gear, AEW full gear, like I said, is Saturday. We've got that announcement already. Um, rundown of the card. The ROH World Tag Team Championships will be defended as MJF and a mystery partner defend against the guns, Austin and Colton Gunn. This, okay. They did the handicap match against... Um, why I keep wanting to say retribution, the righteous. Yeah, they did the handicap match against the retribution, the righteous. Why am I saying retribution? I'm very curious to see if they actually have MJF get a partner, or is this going to be another handicap match? Because the the claimed got taken out by Mm -hmm. the the mystery squad. So it'll be interesting to see. And if him dropping the tag titles to the guns makes sense and it kind of does up the stakes because they're at least aligned with Jay White as opposed to the the righteous had no nothing to do with um, his defense at the last pay-per-view. Yeah. I'd be cool with the guns winning it. Yeah, I it's. You know, it would be nice if they actually would show up to ROH to defend the titles and do stories with the titles. Um, yeah, that's irritating. It makes me very happy that I'm not watching Ring of Honor right now because I feel like I would absolutely hate that. Would that the majority of the champions aren't showing up on the show? It's just Athena and Billy Starks. That would make dragging, me happy. Dragging that show, kicking and screaming into relevancy. Hard carry. Hard carry. Um. Oh, I forgot Cash Wheeler was holding a gun on my nightstand right now. I just, I looked <laughs> over and just saw Cash Wheeler with an AK. Um, fucking Sadie. Uh, 
Yeah, I like I like what they're doing with MJF right now, but I really want the guns to have it. Like, if you're going to do it, like, I don't know. It's weird. I didn't... I am on record on this show saying I didn't like that Better Than You, Baby won those belts. It's true. So, like, I really... And again, I'm a, like, I am a big tag team wrestling fan. I really dislike that the Ring of Honor tag team championships right now are being held by one guy. And that one guy is able to beat established teams. I get that he's the world champion of AEW, but that's still not how math works. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's... Can we talk about the next match? Yeah. Yeah, right. we'll move on. Because it'll, ma- it'll uh, start making me actually angry. <laughs> oh, this one's going to make me a little angry. Uh, Hikaru Shida defending the AEW Women's World Championship against Timeless Tony Storm. Oh, yeah. And the reason this is going to make me angry is because Hikaru Shida deserves so much more than to just be a several-time transitional champion. Give her good shit to work with. Now, that said, you cannot argue that Timeless Tony Storm should be a champion right now. It's give so good. Me, give me the black and white figure with the, the shading for her. It's uh, they added Luther as the butler, which I don't think is really necessary, but like I'm into it. And but it's, it works. It's dumb. So it's fun. Yeah. Um, also, in a shocking turn of events, not one, but two women's matches on AEW full gear. Look at them. Which go. one? Which one gets cut down to four minutes to, f- to save time? Tune in and find out. Uh, that's not really fair, but it's a little fair. Um, so on the one hand, I love Sheeta so much. I kind of want her to retain and then just send Storm even further down the rabbit hole of madness. But at the same time, like you really got to strike while the iron's hot. And it, yeah, AEW tends to have an issue with that sometimes. Like yeah. I, me and you are a lot alike when it comes to Sheeta. Like, mm-hmm. it is a shame. Like, she very much has the good worker syndrome, where it's just like she's such a good wrestler that you can put the belt on her at any time, and it makes sense. The issue is that she's going to be really good at making other people stars. And like, in what word am I trying to think? Uh, in spite of herself, that's what I was trying to think. Yeah. Of. Um. But yeah. It'll be a fun match. God, Timeless Tony Storm's a lot of fun, though. she just oh, be the, it... slapping people in the chest and calling them... I'm not going to say it. But uh, mm. it's so good. It's so dumb. It's so good. And it's just something basic... She... Something basic like that. That's just like a character change that's so fucking zo- like zany. But in the kind of wrestling fans that AEW has, like it's the perfect thing that you need to do. Because you can well... either be... You can either be Brian Danielson or be beloved... Or you can be timeless Tony Storm and be beloved. And that's kind of where that like is at with them. I think a very important distinction is you can be timeless Tony Storm, but you have to commit to it like she has. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Because if this goes to someone else like it or, you know, because we've seen bad gimmicks just get put onto someone and they totally flop because the person very obviously doesn't want to do it. Yeah. But like this is something where it's like no no this it it is a little over the top it is a little outlandish, but the, it's not <laughs> a little like that she plays it so like genuine yeah that you can't it's just it's so good it's so good and also like this 
on top of just the character stuff that she's doing, this match is gonna rule. Yeah. Like, Dalton, we're getting Tony Storm versus Hikaru Shida. Like, it's gonna be great. This is gonna be awesome. A six-man tag team matchup. Sting, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland with Ric Flair team up against Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne, the patriarchy. Um, I still stand by it. If they have Ric Flair turn on Sting one final time, they it, 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 it won't make him being in the company worth it, but it'll at least give me a little chuckle. He said Revolution's his last match, right? Yeah, Re- okay. Revolution in uh, 24. That's what I thought. Okay, cool. Um, so this is, if assuming he's on World's End, uh, this could be his, we could be in the final like three or four pay-per-views of Sting. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I mean, he's doing so much. Like, and he does so much every time he's out there. Almost like, sometimes it works, and it's hell yeah. And then other times it's like, ooh, buddy. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta slow it down. He still hasn't slow, beaten, slow down out there, kid. He still hasn't beaten Swerve in that casket match, coffin match. I hate you so much. I hated that finish so much. Anyway, the a- the AEW International Championship set to be defended. Orange Cassidy defends against John Moxley. Um, I think we've just hit the reset button because <laughs> Moxley won it and then immediately got hurt, so they put it on Phoenix, and then he lost it back to Cassidy. Cause he got hurt, and now we're back around. Sometimes... And now we're gonna have Mo- we're gonna have Moxley beat Cassidy again, and then now they're gonna tell the story they were trying to tell. Yeah, three months ago, however long it was that he first lost it. It was only two months ago, Asa. Two months ago, yeah. it was September. <laughs> yeah, uh, time means nothing anymore. So I don't I don't know why you say these words. I'm excited. Their their first match was awesome. I'm very much yeah. looking forward to this. Something I'm looking forward to less, and only because of the stipulation, and I'm a big old baby. Ooh. Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland 2 in a Texas death match. Let's fucking go! Um, do, you, do you know so why I, I'm I super happy about this? Because it's Hangman Adam Page versus Swerve Strickland? Alright, do you know why else I'm really happy about this? If we really dig into the annals of wrestling history... Swerve is a deathmatch wrestler. He yeah. was a, he was a CZW heavy, like world champion, and, mm-hmm. and granted, I, you say that now and you're like, "Ooh, gross CZW." I totally get it. Um, he was like before GCW was like very prominent. He was the CZW like heavyweight championship or champion. Um, mm-hmm. I hope they don't go full deathmatch. I hope it's kind of like not Nick Gage deathmatch, more like the fun death matches they have on AEW where it's just like, there'll be some barbed wire. Um, we might have a glass spot, but not a bunch of them. Uh, like, or actually if we get something close that we got with a uh, hangman and, um, uh, Lance Archer, like if we get something more of that, where it's just kind of brutal and not as much like weapon spammy and like blood and guts, no pun intended worth like, <gasps> what if we get a two pack? Anyway, um, sorry. I, I would get, buy it. Big, I would like it's. I'd, I'd buy it's, it twice. Well, yeah, you would, but like, I don't. Those blood and guts ones, I don't really go for. But this is one that I would buy for um, sure. Yeah, I'm super excited about this just because I don't think Hangman will let it go as far as like what a death match 
traditionally is. But this match is going to be brutal as fuck. Because, like, even whenever Hangman and Lance Archer had that one back a couple, like, years ago, I was like, that was one of my favorite matches that year. Mm-hmm. Because Hangman does go, like, Hangman will go hard. Um, And I know for a fact uh, fucking Strickland will. Because, again, I think one of the first, like, pictures I sent you after we I, like, discovered who he was was him taking the fucking um, weed eater to the shoulder. And I yeah, was like, I hated that. Oh, I was like, oh, I wish he wouldn't do things like that because he's really good at this. But now I'm like, but that's who he was. This match, <laughs> everybody's like, oh, it's Hangman's match. No, the fuck it ain't. No, it ain't. It ain't even close to his match. Did you see the tweet he put out um, earlier today where it was a follow? It was a, it's an image of him and Hangman from the promo last night. Uh-uh. And it says, people aren't noticing. There are no more bedazzled butterfly jeans. No more ponytail. No more stars on shirts. I've changed the Hangman. He talks about taking me down to hell. He doesn't realize he's already there with me. And he's enjoying it. I just saw the tweet. Fucking. He, he mm. is the coldest motherfucker in wrestling. Mm. Oh. And they're going to be wrestling so in jeans. Good. Probably. It's going to be gross. Oh, I'm going to love it. Fuck, I'm buying it just for. God, how am I going to watch this? <laughs> it's fine. Just stay off the internet until you can fast forward to that match. And then watch the rest of the show. That's fair. Um, which includes matches like a tag team matchup, the Golden Jets, Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho versus the Young Bucks. More elite turmoil. Yay. Uh, if the Golden Jets win, they get the Young Bucks AEW World Tag Team Championship ma- uh, opportunity. But if the Young Bucks win, the Golden Jets can't team again. Uh, they don't like Jericho. They don't want Kenny hanging around Jericho. Jericho vouches or uh, Omega vouches for Jericho. Tension. Uh, match itself will be great. The I I still think that Jericho has good chemistry with the Elite. Omega yeah. clearly has good chemistry with the Bucks. The Bucks are the Bucks. It's It'll not going to be a bad match by any stretch. It's just not particularly interesting to me. Yeah, uh, off a of story presence. Uh. Three-way match for the AEW TBS Championship. Chris Statlander defends against Julia Hart and Sky Blue. Sky Blue uh, kind of taking on. She's not aligned with the House of Black or Julia Hart, but ever since being misted, she's kind of taken on that dark, darker persona as well. Even dressed so, up as Scooby-Doo. Yeah. That was dumb. Which was, uh, uh, excuse <laughs> it was, you, you it was great. It was cool looking, but it was dumb. No, it was great. She didn't um, have her extra gear in the bag that night. She was like, I was going to wear all black. This is all I got, I guess. Well, no, because it's that I will to give AEW credit on one thing. These turns do happen like slowly. So like she still has the sky blue gear. She just was like, yeah, but you know what? I'm kind of fucked up. She didn't already go out and have new edgy gear made. Because it would, there's a transition period. You always have new edgy you gear go, made. Before, you know, old Sky Blue and new Julia Hart. Um, much like the Timeless Tony thing, I think this I think this is the time you put it on Hart. Yeah. She stepped up her game in ring so much. Uh, the character work she's doing is some of the best, like, including in a division that includes Timeless Tony Storm. So, I, you know, as much as I love Statlander, her winning it was so sudden. 
and she really hasn't gotten a chance to do a ton with that title, which is kind of the AEW special when it comes to baby faces. Yeah, we really want to see we really want to see him win the title, but then when they do, they just the the, the follow up isn't there. Um, it doesn't. So it definitely doesn't help Statlander that whenever she won the title, Jade instantly went to. Not saying that's why Jade went to WWE. That's not what I'm right. saying. I'm just saying the timing was she dropped the belt and then was in a was in WWE within like a month and a half, or at the very least was out of AEW. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, maybe it wasn't a month and a half, but I mean, it was like the next thing we saw her in was WWE. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I, this match, the match itself will be really good. I am kind of pulling for heart here, but I will not be upset if Statlander wins either. I honestly like. This is one of those like multi man matches that I'm just like, whoever wins, I'm happy. Cause like, even, yeah. if, even if blue wanted, I'd be like, that's fuck. That was a choice. Now do something with this choice. Do make this good. But mm-hmm. like, there was a choice. Yeah. I won't say, I won't say that I would be upset by any stretch if she won, but yeah, it is the, the up would need to be, would need to be there. Uh, a four way tag team match for the AEW world tag team championships. Ricky Starks and big bill taking on LFI, Rush and Drillistico, taking on FTR, Cash Wheeler and Dax Hardwood, uh, or as the graphics department of AW, Dax Hardwood, uh, taking on the it. Kings of the Black Throne, Malachi Black and Brody King. Uh, what a fucking lineup. That match is going to be a cluster. I'm, and I'm going to love it. Oh, it's going to be gonna go like It's going to be a eight-minute car crash, and I'm going to love every second. Yeah. Who do you think who do you think wins it? Big Bill and Ricky Starks. Same. That's yeah. that's kind of where I'm leaning to. Again, like FTR would be the least interesting to win it, but like them with the tag titles just feels right. So it's not like I'm going to be upset by any stretch. Um it, but it would be cool for LFI or Kings of the Black Throne to to have the titles as well. So and then the main event this uh, AEW championship mjf defends against jay white um my prediction for this is a no contest because of the devil and the demons or whatever i don't think they have a name but the group of masked people one of them is very clearly wardlow um, <laughs> yeah uh the other one cm punk I, it's gonna <laughs> i mean so you can tell like it's wardlow it's it's um Taven, uh, it's Bennett, it's Strong, Roderick Strong, like the, that's the four, because they move in very specific ways, and even mm-hmm. when they're like masked and covered up, like yeah, y- you can still tell. Um, and then just like yeah, the question is who's under the devil's mask? Do we see them on Saturday? I don't know. I don't know what Cole's surgery looks like because the last time we saw the devil, it was him on the. Cole did a promo in the monitor, like from home, and then we saw the devil on a monitor, like they weren't there live, so who knows, they could be doing something different with it, but it's Cole is the heavy favorite of who is there, but a matter of, you know, when do they pull the trigger on the reveal, I think I'm not really sure. So They're doing a better job uh, with this devil reveal than they did the first time. You're not wrong. <laughs> like, even remotely. Boy, did that, yeah, that reminded me how bad that sucked. Um, 
So that's full gear. That is this Saturday. There's only nine matches on the card, so I'm sure they'll add three or four more by zero hour for sure. Uh, by collision on Friday, because collision is on Friday this week. They're replacing Rampage, and they're not doing a Saturday show to compete against their own pay per view. That's a smart call. Uh, and now wrestling with articulation. The two things that I wanted to get out of the way before I turn it over to Dalton is we have gotten the confirmation that the acclaimed are going to be added to AEW fight forever as part of the second season. It wasn't until I saw their entrance and I realized how truncated the entrances are in that game. Yeah. That I was like, Oh, we're not going to get any max raps. Cause it would have been cool for him to have like rapped about, you know, people on the roster, but yeah. I get why they didn't do that. That would be a long day for him. Um, but it's cool that they're finally getting into the game. I am immediate once they're out. I am going to be putting the tag titles on them, 100%. even though I haven't played that game since probably like three weeks after it launched. I played it. I had to get Owen, so I think there was one day where I like made a jobber with no stats, and I did a hundred matches, which took <laughs> hours to just fucking do that because I wanted to play as Owen Hart. And I did about three or four matches with Owen Hart, and then I haven't played it since. Um. But yeah, whenever season two drops, I'll probably mess around with it more. Um, also, and this probably isn't on there. Do you see that the um, uh, 2K had a new patch drop and it basically cut out the entire modding community? Like the top, no. mo- the top modders, like I can't even access my game right now. I'm the one getting flagged. And he's the one that's like going into the files and pulling the my faction models when he can and putting him into the normal game. Oh, so that's why. Well, I mean, yeah, that's why. Um, but it's fucking stupid, but it's that's why. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that happened this week. Cause I, was, I haven't played 2K in a couple weeks, but I saw a thing like the YouTube algorithm I have. It's uh, 10-hour rain sleep videos, um, some commentary channels, and then what's wrong with 2K? One was like how, co- or how 2K just nuked its own game, um, and it was that. Um, but yeah, no, that happened. I'm super excited for AEW Season 2 if we get more than just the Acclaimed. That would be neat. I think putting Swerve Strickland there would in there would be a, a good get. Um, yeah. And then, hell, add the guns. I think Swerve and the guns. And then the Acclaimed, that's a good little DLC season right there. Because it was, what was it? It was, well, it was four. So you'd have to add somebody with Swerve. Nana. Um, an actual wrestler nana okay that's fine you just hit him and weed pops out that's that, the mini game that's <laughs> um but do that's the guns the... and then do like um uh, i don't know two people yeah, I don't have... they'll figure i was, I was trying to look, i was trying out. to look at my action figure set and be like who doesn't who's not in the game that needs to be in there who's not in the game i'm not familiar oh, enough fuck, with that, daddy with the ass roster in the game uh, it should just be swerving daddy ass and then you have all oh, of the yeah. acclaimed and then do the gun club yeah um anyway but yeah that's pretty cool that they're getting to season two um i still am not playing stadium stampede that mode fucking sucked i hated it um i just i couldn't i played like three four games of it and i was like this is fucking dumb um but yeah it's cool that we're getting season two it's cool that they're actually adding people um I like that model of game stuff where it's like multiple seasons of DLC. As long as we're getting actual new people, it's fine. Um, mm-hmm. What else did you have? Cause you said you had things you wanted to ask or talk about. The other one being the 
we got someone from Jazzwares uh, saying that Abaddon has been removed from Unmatched 8. Yep. I am very annoyed at that, especially considering what they did with the bunny, who is now out of AEW. So it's going to be even harder to find that figure. And it's going to go even quicker if it does go up on the vault. Yeah. Let's... Which is what we're ha- hoping. But Abaddon is, it's a, they're a unique character that that is a figure that would look awesome and i really just hope that that they got just delayed like they got bumped to you know unmatched nine or whatever the next unrivaled would be that hasn't been out yet and that it hasn't just been canceled yeah i if the figure like i and again we don't know anything like i am still like i am still shocked that the ring of honor punk is on pre-order I am waiting yeah. any day to get the email saying that you I'm being refunded twenty eight dollars mm-hmm. um for that. Um I'm hoping that the figure is not cancelled cancelled and it's just gonna be put in the vault. Um and honestly, like I if they use the vault that way, where it's like, hey, you can order your AEW like make it like Mattel Creations. Um We're making five thousand bunnies or making 5,000 Abaddon's or 5,000 Alex Reynolds or what, like what have you. And, but like the only way you can get them is through the vault. Um, I am looking at Hikaru Shida, who is like one of the top females that AEW's ever had. And it's a one in 3,000. And I got it on a whim. Like I didn't have to hunt it down. Like it was just on pro wrestling tees. It was one of the, uh, like event ones. And that figure was up for a long time. Jade Cargill's figure was up and up multiple times for a long time. These Jazzware ones, if they do one of 5,000s and they put them up on the vault, you're going to get them. Mm-hmm. Like, you might be paying $30, $40 for it, um, but you're going to get it. Um, I'm fine with that model if it means I get more people. Uh, because, quite frankly, like it does look like Jazzware's their figure line is going to be a lot more repaints coming up where it's like, all right, we're going to get these kind of people. They have new people in the line, but like, it's going to be their, like, their top hitters. Like I see Ethan page being a vault person that fucking mm-hmm. sucks. But if it means his figure gets made, I'm fine with it. That's kind of where yeah. I'm at with it. As long as the vault works the way it's supposed to. Um, it sucks though. Cause like I was really hoping like the Abaddon figure, like, yeah, they're not doing anything on TV right now, but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean I don't want their figure. Yeah. Uh, they're they're super toyetic like their look is so like their look is perfect for an action figure oh yeah and it's one of those that you know a kid is going to see that on the shelf and be like "Ooh, what's that want that one yeah as opposed to just you know person in tights which you and me because of who that person is we're going to be stoked about seeing another ftr figure or ricky starks or you know what i mean versus a oh this looks like an actual demon but it's sitting next to like normal looking people. Yeah. I had to get the demon during the early AEW waves. Uh, wave five was Luchasaurus and I was at Walmart and Jackson and a kid like picked it up. Cause I was going to buy it. Mm-hmm. Cause like I, I was going to do a custom with it or something, or I was going to see like, cause they did the two pack anyway. Um, like I was looking at it. The kid picked it up, looked at it, looked at his parent and said, it's a dinosaur. I want it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck that's kid gets it. Like, that's what that figure was. Um, those more unique ones, but they do like, yeah, they need to, AEW needs to figure out how to not make their figure shelf warm. 
But I, I think that's a company issue, not a Jazzwares issue. I don't know. I kind of think Jazzwares, I've said it forever, their distribution is dog water. Oh, 100%. I, there's, there's, between Squishmallows and the, especially the Star Wars Micro Galaxy stuff that I used to, like, I'm out of that line. It's just gotten too stressful to try to find everything, and they lock cool stuff that I would want behind chases and rares, and I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with what I have. I've got most of the big ones that I need. Um, I think, I do think it's a Jazzwares issue more than a, oh, AEW can't promote their talent. I think, I do think it's a, it's a Jazzwares thing. Yeah. Um, but that is what I had for wrestling with articulation. Dalton, you take it away from here. Do you want to start with more with the reveals that hit, or do you want to start with the figures that you got in? Oh, let's talk about the figures I got in. Asa, it came in today. I put it together. I was going to like not tell you and then put it together on cam or on like the film, but good thing because Mm -hmm. apparently the snapping sound wasn't loud enough for my microphone to pick up, but I got the 2023 survivor series, um, set, which is the build a figure, uh, Davey boy Smith, uh, British bulldog in 1999 in the jeans, which is peak bulldog. Because he was fucking unhinged and I loved it. Um, I got that Build-A-Figure in. Not only that, I also got the Heart Foundation um, Target exclusive figure in. Not only that, I got the Terry Funk one. It's over here somewhere. Yeah, right here. The Lost <laughs> Legends. Like, these are so fucking dope. Um, I've gotten so many figures in since like we last like did this proper. But just know, everything I've gotten in is super cool. Um, I actually... Um, the most recent AEW one, I, I did not get this. Sadie bought it for me. It was almost by power of positivity because she has the giant crush, like the most biggest crush on hook right now. Mm -hmm. So she got the ringside, um, exclusive hook figure, which I know you have hook. You have the regular release, right? Yeah. If you like, just because the way Jazzwares does their ringside boxes, how fucking cool they are. The hook ringside exclusive is worth getting. It's a really good looking box. Um, but she actually wanted me to, cause like Sadie will get an action figure. And if she can't pose it right, it then officially becomes my problem. <laughs> cause she's like, Hey, I need you to pose this correctly for me. This is what I want. So like, I got a lot of time with the hook ringside figure. It comes with a lot of really cool accessories. Um, it's the one that has the bag of chips and shit. It's really dope. Um, I got the first dance punk, which came out like six, seven months ago. It's a really neat figure. It's from his like promo, his return promo. Um, I actually wanted it to do a custom, but the pieces I need are way too expensive now. So now I just have a first dance punk. Um, I got the newest FTR set there. Okay. Again, that was going to be custom pieces, but now I have cash wheeler holding an AK on my TV stand. I think that's just going to stay. Um, WWE wise. I'm looking cause I have a giant stack of figures over here. I talked about Ridge. I talked about Blutista. This fucking Shawn Michaels from Survivor Series didn't need to happen. The brown tights. Because also, they gave him just black-ass knee pads. Like, it's the most disjointed-looking figure in the world. But it's so dumb. And I love it. I've turned around on it since we've last talked about it. <laughs> oh, you mean like an hour ago? <laughs> yeah, we had a long pre-show. Um, <laughs> it's so ugly. I love it. Anyway... Uh, yeah, so that's what I've gotten. That's just, like, a piece of what I've gotten. I've gotten, like, every bulldog I could ever want now in my collection. And the new, oh, uh, the new Jerry Lawler from that Survivor Series wave also. This is probably the best figure in the whole wave, like, even including the bulldog. Because this is, like, peak 1990. Like, this is commentator Jerry while he was still, like, somewhat wrestling on a regular basis. And just, like, shitting on ECW every chance he could. It was so good. Mm -hmm. Um, 
All right, so I'm looking on Ringside's Instagram right now because that's how I'm going to have to do this. All right, we had Ringside Fest. Let's start about the things that they pissed me off with. We're getting a Ringside Ultimate 2-pack, Ace, so we're getting the Outsiders. I really hate that yep. they made those Target exclusives a year ago that I hunted down like a fucking madman. Two years ago that I was like, man, I hope I get these because you never know when they're going to make NWO because there was a while that they were never making NWO shit. Mm-hmm. But they did the Ruthless Aggression the last two years, and now they're like really focusing on the Monday Night Wars. That's going to be the Walmart exclusive line that they're doing. So now like all of the exclusives are going to revolve around that. So we're getting Scott Hall and Kevin Nash outsiders from Bash of the Beach 96. I really hate this. I love it because I have the elites from the other team from that because they made the like Macho, Luger, and Sting with the face paint. They made that back in like 2016 in a three-pack that was a Walmart thing. I have that. So I'm going to buy these because I almost have the whole match. They just need to make the Hogan now. Um, those are getting made. I hate that they're making them, but I'm going to buy them. Uh, we're getting a Cody Ultimate figure. So all those people that were like, haha, we got the uh, ringside exclusive one. You can go fuck yourself. We're getting one in the regular wave, and the jacket actually looks good this time. Uh, we're getting pretty deadly in Elite form. Yeah. Those yeah. figures look really good. <clears throat> And they, yeah, I'm real excited about those. They come with like that, and then the like the lips puckered up faces, like those. Like mm-hmm. I'm not like I'm not like I like Pretty Deadly, but I'm not like you. Where like I just love them. Like they're good. These figures rock, though. I my hope is because the 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 renders that they they show are they've got kind of their cocky faces, and then they have the ooh, ooh face. yeah yeah. But they also come with the alternate hands. That are just all fingers out. Yeah. So you can do the... Yeah. You, you. So those would be like, if I ended up with those, I would actually probably open them just just so I could pose them like that, assuming they don't get posed like that in the box, which would be my best case scenario. Yeah. We're getting a Butch figure. I hate that I own Pete Dunn's... Every Pete Dunn Elite they've made. This is the third mm-hmm. one. I will own this one because it's in white gear. It's pretty cool. And I just bought that super sweet uh, Ridge Holland that I yep. talked about last week. So like, I need that one. Um, There's a Seamus coming out too that has his uh, face mask. That's a re-release. Oh, is it? I have the other one. Okay. And they both have double jointed arms. Like I won't get that re-release for that reason. That's fair. Um, Bruno San Martino, which was supposed to be in the Lost Legends line, he's mm-hmm. coming out in a I think Elite Ten, yeah, um, or Elite One or One Hundred and Ten. Um, it's the same as his first release from like Elite Twenty Eight, but it has double jointed arms and it's in green now instead of blue. Honestly, I'm not going to get it just because whenever I think of Bruno, I think about Bruno in blue. Because, like, every time he's in a video game, he's in blue. So that's the Bruno that comes to mind. I hate you. It's Bruno San Martino. I don't care about double-jointed arms for Bruno San Martino. If the head sculpt is far and away better than the first Bruno, I might get it. Okay, see, that's the... I I forgot you already had the... You already had a Bruno. Yeah, I I thought this was, like, the first... first I thought this was going to be like the first time in a while, like that they would have done one. They it is. So this would be your first chance at a Bruno. Yeah. So, so I take I, it back. I only hate you a little bit. I got Bruno on a whatnot stream for like twenty five bucks, like five months ago, and I only got it because I had already bought something else and it was cheap shipping. And the mm-hmm. guy seemed like he was having a little bit of a rough stream in the first figure I got from him. He kind of took a wash on. So I was like, run Bruno, I'll buy it. Um. So I do have Bruno. We're getting like Nakamura from the Great Muda match. I might end up with it. I just Are you going to try for the chase? Yeah. That has the red. 
Oh no no I want the one I want the one from the Great Muda match. That's the white. Okay. Black. Yeah. Because um, gotcha. apparently he's supposed to come with a robe, and like I, it's hard for me to get excited about Nakamura figures because they make them so much, and like they're so similar. I've bought and sold so many Nakamuras. It's not even funny. Um, we're getting the Judgment Day, a priest, a Balor, uh, a new Dominic, which is funny because we just got a Judgment Day Dominic in this most recent wave, and then Rhea mm-hmm. Ripley in all white. Um, I will end up with the priest for sure. I, if I find the new, like the one Oh five Dominic, I probably won't get the prison Dominic, but this new Balor for one, I have to get it because mm-hmm. I have every Balor elite. Yes. I think so. Yeah. I have every Balor elite. I had to think about it. Um, I'm going to have to get that one. But that new Balor Elite looks so dope because it comes with like the mask. The, the the mask is so like I this is the those are the I might pick up the one of I would need to see the one of five Dominic. But like otherwise, yeah, I'm getting it kind of bums me out that Ripley's in white because then she clashes with the rest of them. Mm-hmm. But this was her WrestleMania gear, wasn't it? Yeah. So. I don't know. I will at least end up with Balor Priest and, and a Dominic. I will end up with Aria. I just want it to all be in the matching boxes, the new boxes. Oh, they you'll, have. you'll have to get the white one then. Yeah, I know. Well, unless they make another one. Well, they might. I'm not saying they're not, but yeah. she just got an elite in 103. Mm-hmm. And then, God damn, Zeb, shut up. Um, it's getting to the point where I can hear him through my headphones. So she's getting two figures within 10 waves. Gotcha. So I'm not saying she won't get another one. Mm-hmm. But like, but it could be a while. It could be a while. Um, that's fair. We're getting our first Logan Paul elite and uh, top picks in 2024. Um, this one's coming with a prime bottle. Um, I'm not that's buying. I'm not buying it because of the prime bottle. I'm buying it because I don't have a Logan Paul. I didn't mm-hmm. get the ultimate, and um, I almost there was a guy that was selling one at Cape Con, but he wanted 130 dollars for it. And then I asked him, is that the best he can go? And he was like, shoot me an offer. And I was like, you don't want me to do that. <laughs> you're not going to like it. And he was just if like. you're asking 130, absolutely not. I was like, he ended up, he was like, all right, how much would you pay for it right now? And I was like, I'm going to let you know, I will offer you 85 for it. And mm-hmm. there is no conversation past that. Yeah. I was like, so if you will sell it to me for 85, we're good. But like, you're not going to sell it to me for that if you're asking 130. And he was like, all right, yeah, you're right. And I was like, all right, dope. And I was like, it was nice meeting you. Um, mm-hmm. But we're getting Logan Paul in elite form. I like I like ultimates, but I an elite is ten dollars cheaper for almost the same thing. Um, so like I'm getting this one. It's in blue and yellow, which I mean it's a cool look. Look, um, we're getting the oh go ahead. So real quick, I'm gonna fast forward you a little just because I'm worried about the size Time? of the episode. Yeah. Um, are you gonna talk about the SummerSlam elites? That's literally look at my phone it was the next thing okay. i was going to so okay um the build of figures from the pay-per-view waves are a lot better now because like we were just getting suited people for the last couple years um like mm-hmm. i said i got virgil last week on a ebay purchase i just put together bulldog like 10 minutes or like an hour ago um the SummerSlam wave this year is pretty fucking stacked um the build a figure is John Cone, the referee, which a lot of people are like, well, I mean, if you're listening to this and you don't know action figures, you're just like, why are you excited about that? We never get referees. Yeah. Um, we also never get specific referees. Like this says John Cone on it. And it looks like John Cone. Yeah. Um, but it's uh, John Cone's the build a figure. 
we're getting uh Kane from I don't know which SummerSlam it was, but Kane uh no mask, uh the tights like I'm assuming this is like oh eight oh nine Kane. Um, we're getting Taker from the match with Brock with the laughing head sculpt, which is so fucking dumb, but so great. Um, we're getting uh U.S. Express Lex Luger. I'm buying it. I can get rid of the orange Lex Luger I have for no reason. And then we're getting X-Pac. It's a lame looking X-Pac, but I'm fucking buying it. Uh, oh, you don't. Why would he be? Why? What do you mean? His iconic pink-ish and black attire. Um, You know how many times we don't get black and green X-Pox? There's Too been, many? There's been one. I have like... <laughs> I have like four X Pac figures, like four different X Pac figures, and there's um, only one in black and green. green yeah, um, but I, I mean, I'm buying that one. I think this is SummerSlam '98, um, and then yeah, the the build a figure is John Cone, which is really neat. Uh, just kind of quick hits. Bronson Reed's getting another elite. Um, mm-hmm. the cool thing is, is Bronson Reed, the guy that made the gear, is the same one that made mine. So like, he actually posted about it on his personal Instagram. Being like, I get this is the first figure I've made that, or the first figure that got made in gear that I made. That's which awesome. is really fucking cool. Um, we're getting uh, Party Girl Yay and Party Girl Boo in basic forms. Uh, basics are a lot cooler now than they used to be. Like they look really, really good. I'm just doing a quick hits of what they showed off. Um, I think we oh three faces of Foley. We actually got like what they are going to look like actual figures. I. I'm definitely buying this. I hate that it's $100. Uh, I'm hoping that it will drop a little bit. The issue is Mankind shit tends to go really quick. Or Mick Foley shit in general. We're getting LA Knight in elite form. Looks pretty great. He has the vest. He has the microphone. Uh, we're getting damage control Bailey. I think we are. Oh, and then, yeah. The biggest fuck you to the action figure community of not getting that uh, stage funded because we're getting the ring with oh, Eric Bischoff. That... I'm so mad about it. Because, like, Tyler and Kenny in our group chat was talking if, about it. And I was just like, yeah, if, it's a fucking shame that we aren't getting the stage to go with it. If you don't know what he's talking about, because he didn't say a company name, the WCW Nitro stage didn't get funded, so it's not coming out. But they are releasing a Nitro ring with leather jacket Bischoff I to go with it. it. I hate it so much. I'm buying it. It's $150. It's on pre-order for ringside right now. I just need the figure. Actually, I may not end up pre-ordering it and just spending like $80 on the Bischoff Elite or Ultimate. Mm-hmm. Because like I have a Raw's War Ring right there with the Raw letter sitting behind it. I have the new gen ring that cost me the that crowdfunder and it's sitting in a box. Like I don't even have that open right now. Um, So like I have too many rings, but I'll probably end up I'm ending up with that Bischoff somehow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we can uh, we can do it there. Uh, Ringside Fest was really cool. I think I covered everything that I wanted to cover. Um, but yeah, I think I think you covered just about everything because I was going through the group chat that we're in, and that was about it. Oh uh, yeah, the DX retros are out, but like I don't give a fuck about those Mattel retros. Uh, yeah, we talk about elites and um, zombie uh, sailors. Uh, zombie sailors. Uh, Cardona and Nick Gage go up tonight for like pre order for the world, not just the major pod group. Just because we talk about Hasbro shit every once in a while, like that's a thing that's out right now. That's fine. Um, so we will be back next week. Uh, 
keep an eye on your favorite podcast service or just make sure you're subscribed and whenever we post it it'll go up and you'll have it automatically uh but we'll be talking full gear we'll be talking survivor series and then we'll do our what we're thankful for in wrestling episode so that is going to be a lot of fun i am very excited to do that um but if you want to keep up with us you can find us on twitter and instagram and threads at nerdiest part for the show i'm at the five star man on all of those and blue sky dalton is mr d anthony npotr on twitter um so yeah check us out thanks for hanging out with us let us know who you think the big signing is going to be at full gear um what match are you most excited for what are you going to be at glory pro or uh st louis anarchy let us know hit us up uh but until next week thank you again make sure that you have a good weekend and until next time take care of yourselves take care of each other and as always watch more wrestling